listening to audio from Faith Church, located on the north side of Indianapolis. If you'd like to check out more information about our church and ministry, please visit faithchurchindy.com. Welcome back to another edition of Faith Stories. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Shambaugh, and today I'm joined by John Hansen. He's been here at Faith Church since 2007. He is a teacher at Riverside High School, and he's married to Casey. They've been married since December. And you might see him around here um, in Awana or serving on the media team or elsewhere. So welcome, John. Hi. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so if you could start off just by telling us a little bit about yourself, your religious background, where you, where you grew up, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, I grew up here in Indianapolis um, near, uh, near like Glendale, the Glendale area. Um, uh, it, uh, my mom and dad got divorced when I was pretty young, so I grew up with my mom. Uh, we went to a church around there. Uh, we weren't really serious about it at all. Uh, it, we would go on some Sundays if we woke up late on a Sunday. We would just not go that Sunday. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, eventually, uh, it got to the point where we just stopped going all together um, around when I was in high school. Okay. So at that point, um, you met some people who kind of changed your thinking on this. Tell yeah. me about that. Um, yeah. So there, there was a year or two where I just did not believe in God, did not say I believed in God. Uh, but eventually I came to the realization of like, mm, this is not working. Um, I, I need to do something different in my life. And there was a couple of friends of mine uh, from band, uh, Diana Weaver and uh, another friend named Monica, uh, who both went to North Central with me. And uh, they were both good Christians. Uh, and they both, um, it was really obvious that they cared about God and that they had something, they'd gotten something different from church than what I had ever gotten. Uh, they really liked church and always talked about it in a really positive light. And I realized that was something that I wanted to have in my life. Yeah, during this time, did you feel like there was anything missing in your life? Yeah, I, um, whenever I like had a crisis, which as a high schooler was a lot, <laughs> <laughs> as a high school teacher now I can say yes, high school, te high school students have a lot of uh, crises. I think and, we can all relate to that. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but, but yeah, whenever I reached a crisis, I felt like I was trying to get through it on my own. Um, and I realized like I need to do something more. And I looked at a lot of my friends, but I realized uh, the friends that, the, my, my friends Diana and Monica, they had uh, something that, that, that just nobody else had. And I wanted to, to get to know a little more of that. So what, what steps did you take from there? Uh, I wound up uh, talking to both of them a little bit and wound up coming here to Faith uh, through, through Diana uh, to the youth group. Uh, and I started going to youth group meetings here, uh, which was a lot of fun, actually. And um, it, I, I went here for a few months of going to youth group and not really making any serious commitment at all. Uh, but I started going to, uh, we had like a side class kind of a thing uh, about for, for new believers or people that weren't believers uh, to kind of go through the basics of faith. And that was, that, that was a little helpful as well. So at this point, your interest in Christianity had been renewed. Um, what was the next step for you? 
So I, I felt like I was being held back. I felt like there's a lot of sin in my life, uh, which like obviously there's sin in everybody's life. But I felt like there was a lot of sin in my life and that I couldn't really commit to believe in God if I was still being a sinner. Um, and that really held me back. And there was a testimony time at youth group where a guy came up, a guy who I thought was like super Christian, like, like yeah, like some people are, and uh, he came up and gave his testimony and talked a lot about uh, how he had been a terrible person and, and had come to Christ during that. And I realized, wow, he was much worse than me. Uh, why am I letting my sin hold me back like this? That, that seems silly. And so that night when I had gone home, right before I went to sleep, I prayed to God, asked him to forgive me, and asked him, hey, I, I want to be on your, your team. I want to I be a Christian. Um, and that was a big turning point. For sure. That's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> yes. So, you know, you're a very young Christian. What steps did you take then to kind of grow in your faith? Uh, so obviously I kept going to youth group. I started um, uh, going to the church services as well, uh, bringing my mom along to um, uh, my, the summer after my senior year of high school, I went on a couple of mission trips. Um, that was in addition to like youth group, of course, is always going on all sorts of trips and those are fun. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, and then in college, uh, I, I really struck gold, I feel like, in college when I started going to the Navigators uh, and going to a Bible study through them and making some real Christian friends that I could talk to regularly about stuff. Um, and I feel like I've made a lot of breakthroughs in like understanding what God wanted me to do. Where did you go to college and what were you studying? Oh yeah, uh, I went to uh, Purdue University. I studied nuclear engineering while I was there. Uh, I was there for five years. Okay, now that's not what you're doing now. Yeah. You're <laughs> you had a little bit of a, a change in direction. Yeah, so I did five years uh, doing nuclear engineering. I graduated with a degree in nuclear engineering. Uh, it took me a little while to find a job, and while I was looking, I did a lot of odd jobs, including being a camp counselor. Uh, outside of jobs, I, I started doing Sunday school here at Faith, um, and a little bit of a wanna, and I started to realize that God wanted me to work with kids and not as an engineer. Yeah, those are two very different <laughs> fields, and it's yeah. um, cool to see how he used that time and those experiences in your life. Yeah, so, yeah, so you are working with kids now. Yeah. Yeah, tell us about your, your day job. Um, so yeah, now I work at Riverside High School as a physics teacher uh, and as a robotics teacher as well. Uh, and uh, this is, I'm going into my fourth year. Uh, Riverside started my first year of teaching, so every year we've added another class to the mix. This will be our first year with seniors that we have. Um, sadly, that's virtual, but also it kind of has to be virtual right now. Yes, I think everybody's feeling the strain this year, especially in the teaching profession. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about what has that been like for you to prepare to go back to school in the midst of a pandemic? Um, yeah, it's, um, it's difficult. It's weird. We have to restructure everything uh, from the ground up. Right now is our last week before school starts. So we're looking through all of the ways we normally do things and figuring out how to completely turn it around so it can be um, applicable in, in the virtual setting. Um, and so that, that's tough. We've had to, my robotics course, we've completely restructured it so that there's no robot, robots involved. Um, and um, 
so that th that's been a little interesting as well. Sounds like it kind of defeats the point of the class to not have robots involved. S yeah, we, we, we've, we've kind of turned it around and instead of having it be a robotics course, it's going to be a uh, design and engineering class. Okay. And we're going to have them make paper airplanes and stuff like that and model things online on, on computer applications, that kind of thing. Sure, yes, it's yeah. amazing to me to hear the different ways teachers have had to just adapt and be creative this year. So. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, that's impressive and, and good luck to you with that. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when you are in the classroom, when you are in the classroom in more of a normal setting, um, is it an area where you can share your faith and talk about it? It's a public school, uh, so a lot of times, no, it's not. Um, I try not to hide it, though, if um, I do a robotics team at school and sometimes they're like, hey, can we do a meeting on Friday? And I have to say, no, we have Bible study on Friday. <laughs> uh, and, and so in some ways I'm, I, I'm able to talk about it. I'm not going to avoid talking about it. But I also want to be sensitive to the fact that a lot of people go to public school because um, they don't want to hear about that kind of thing. I know when I was in public school, uh, some people tried to approach me and talk to me about Christianity and I it took it really badly. Uh, and yeah, it's important to me to be a Christian in a public school because of how I was saved. Uh, but I also want to be sensitive to like how I go about that. Sure, I'm sure it's yeah. a, a fine balance. Yeah. Um, so working with kids, obviously, that's not something that you originally thought you'd be doing. Um, what is it about students and working with young people that you really love? Um, when I was really young, it was uh, just me and my mom. Whenever we went to family occasions, everyone was much older than me and they're you know 20 years older than me at least so family occasions were not very fun uh, until eventually some kids started showing up and I, it was always young kids and I loved being able to talk to them and that was the most interesting part of any family occasion uh -huh. and over time that kind of grew uh, I eventually started being a camp counselor in high school and loved that loved working with younger kids and over time that just slowly grew into uh, where I am now. Um, I love working with kids, especially uh, the awkward kids, uh, the nerdy kids. Um, that's a lot of fun. Riverside has a ton of kids like that. Uh -huh. um, as a charter high school, uh, we don't get fed by any particular middle school. So a lot of the kids that come to us are kids that wanted to leave their middle school because they felt out of place there uh, because they didn't fit in, maybe because they were bullied. Uh, and I love taking those kids and making them feel confident in themselves uh, and helping them to feel like they have a place um, and that they're accepted. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Um, so be beyond school, you work with the kids here at church with Awana. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how you got involved with that and what that looks like? Yeah, I, uh, I was doing Sunday school at the time and it just felt like, oh, there's this thing called Awana. That sounds fun. Uh, so I started subbing originally there. Eventually, I started to be a regular teacher. Um, and yeah, um, now I, my, my group of fifth graders are moving up to sixth grade, and I'm going to move up with them into the youth group and help out with youth group kind of stuff. Finally, I'm becoming a middle schooler. I'm very <laughs> excited. You're going to have so much fun in youth ministry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So another way you've been involved here at church is on the media team. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I've been able to work with the lights team. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I know we're recruiting people right now, so if you're interested in doing anything media related, uh, feel free to con t talk to me, or probably better would be to talk to uh, Brittany. And I will second that. I served on the media team previously, and it was a wonderful experience. So yeah. big plug for the media team. Yeah.
So another way that you've served outside of your school role is through some various mission trips. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, I've been lucky to be able to go on a few. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, I got to go on a trip to Southeast Asia, uh, which was a lot of fun and really made me start thinking about, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, do I want to be a missionary? And at the time I thought that and I, I realized, no, there's other ways to serve. And I think that's what I want to go into. At the time I thought nuclear engineering. Mm -hmm. And later on I realized, uh, no, I, uh, nuclear engineering is great, but I think God wants me to serve with kids. I, I would love to serve God through engineering, but I think he wants me to serve somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, during college, I got to go on a trip to Zambia um, for a couple of months during the summer. That was that, that was a really interesting trip. We got to serve with uh, some college students there. Um, let's see. Recently, I've gotten to go to uh, Barcelona and uh, serve with kids there, which was a ton of fun. Um, and I got to go to the Ukraine as well. Wow, you've yeah. been a little bit of everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And how has God used those trips to kind of shape your life now? Um, it's really helped me to get a bigger idea of what the world is like um, and get a bigger idea of how God works through us in the world. I know there's been a few places like in Southeast Asia that were really eye-opening of like really amazing organizations that really care about God and really get it right on serving God. Um, I know when I worked as a camp counselor at Spring Hill Camps, uh, that was an organization that, that really impressed me by like how much they cared about getting kids to know God and understanding like kids at the elementary age we want to focus on the basics we want them to get to, to accept Christ and know him and we're gonna leave the other stuff till later we want them to accept Christ and I was really impressed by how well it was done and uh, how much they loved God okay so you've been married since December yeah tell us about how you met your wife um, so we met through a Bible study that I started going to here at church. Um, she doesn't, uh, as she originally did not go to faith, uh, but she was friends from college with a bunch of people that were in our study. So occasionally she would go. Uh, I thought she was kind of interesting, but like since she lived far away and didn't go to our church, she would only come every once in a while. Um, I was just kind of get to know her a little bit. Um, eventually, it was at a friend's wedding reception. We got sat next to each other, and we wound up talking a lot. And I said, hmm, this is an interesting person. And Casey kept coming uh, to, to study, started coming a lot more to study around then. Um, eventually, uh, it was her turn to lead study, and I had the book, and I kind of intentionally forgot to give her the book, and we scheduled the dinner so I could give her the book. That's that a clever move. <laughs> well, it was, it was kind of a clever move. Later I found out that sh she was very confused as to whether or not the dinner was a date or not. Oh. <laughs> so I got in a little trouble there. Um, but, but after that, we scheduled a proper first date. Okay. Um, and we, we did some mini golfing, which was fun, and other fun stuff like that. Um, and after about a year, actually after exactly a year of dating, uh, I proposed, and uh, then we got married in December, uh, less than a year later. Wonderful. So clearly it all worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all worked <laughs> out great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you've shared your journey kind of from your early days through high school, college, and, and where you are now. Um, have there been any key passages of scripture or Bible verses that have really helped guide your path along the way? Yeah. Um, when I was in college in the NAVs, um, or the Navigators, it's short for, um, 
there was a, a verse that the Navs really likes to focus on, uh, Romans 6.23. And that was a point where, like, getting a single passage to focus on that sums up so much of the Bible, so much of what God has for us, that was really important to me, and it gave me something to focus on. Um, and I loved that. Yeah. Well, thank you, John, for being here today and sharing your story. It's great to hear about how God's been at work in your life and will continue to be. Great. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Yes. I hope you'll join us again next week. We'll be back and hearing from Eric West. Hope to see you soon.